Hi, I'm Thomas Clements, and this is the Zenith Ministries Podcast. Welcome to our message of hope, security, and an exploration of true happiness. I'm glad you're here with us as we continue to share our stories of the many peaks and valleys of life and the beauty, truth, and goodness we were able to find in it. Please visit our website at zenithministries.com to connect with us to discover more. My cousin's mom, my aunt, is hilarious. When I was seven, she got me a stuffed animal that I really wanted for Christmas. And it was great because she put it in a box that a Barbie car came in and wrapped that and gave it to me. I remember unwrapping it and being super disappointed when I thought she gave me a Barbie car. I was like seven, yeah, seven or eight. Uh, I just stared at it for a while, you know, dumbfounded. It was hilarious when I realized that what was really in the box was the stuffed animal that I wanted. I think it was like a stuffed moose that I had my eye on for a while. On top of that, my cousin has often bemoaned his mother's misinterpretation of texting abbreviations. My absolute favorite misinterpretation was when she thought that LOL stood for lots of love. You know, it actually means laugh out loud, but she thought lots of love. She would even share with him disheartening news and sign her text or email with with LOL mom. You know, like, oh, hey, so sorry. You know, our dog passed away today. LOL, comma, mom. <laughs> even now, I'm, I'm dying of laughter at this because um, it's just hilarious that that level of, of misunderstanding However, it it also reminds me of the answer to the age-old question, what is the meaning of life? How many movies, books, and shows have made a joke about seeking to finally solve this seemingly unsolvable riddle? I think in the book uh, and movie, A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams, they had much of the plot dealing with this question, and then, spoiler alert, they, they jokingly made the answer to that question 42. And, and we laugh at the ridiculousness of this answer. I discovered in my early 20s that when I lived for myself, ignoring the needs and happiness of others, I was miserable. But when I redirected my existence to serve rather than to be served, I grew deeper in joy and gratitude. This gave me a spirit of happiness that lasted even through difficult moments. Lots of love is the true answer to the question, what is the meaning of life? God is a communion of three persons in one being. The Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father. Their love for one another is so powerful that this love has life and is the Holy Spirit. So their love is so powerful that it itself comes to life and is the Holy Spirit. But because God is infinite, it it infinitely comes to life. So for reasons that, that remain mysterious, This love was overflowing. God saw that it was good for there to be more of it. But how then can the all-powerful, all-knowing God, who is limitless love, already bring about more love? Isn't the amount of love that he is already infinite? God reached outside of himself to create beauty and goodness that is not himself. He made our world in a way that reflects his qualities and put a variety of creatures in it to further manifest his inner life. 
We can see his creativity in the diverse wildlife that lives on this planet. We see his power and mystery reflected in the ocean. We see his transcending beauty reflected in the sky with the colors, sunrise, sunsets, uh, the stars and moon. We can go on and on. This world and the creatures who live in it, especially humans, showcase his glory, his goodness, truth, and beauty. And with humans, he made something in his image and likeness with free will to choose for him or herself. He then placed this new creature at the center of the world, handing over control to them over what can happen in it. This truly free creature is a human, and our free will was given to us so that we can choose the same choice I discovered in my early 20s. Love cannot be forced. It must be freely chosen. Should someone be forced into a relationship for years and be made to do every request of their partner at every moment they can freely withhold their love? God made us so that we could cover the world with love. We are not meant to force others or withhold our hearts from one another. Our purpose is to crown each other with our desire to make the other's life better off. Jesus said it best when he declared that we must love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And then who better practiced what they preached? Who better showed us how to love than Jesus? If you want to know how to love, first and foremost, read the Gospels. Others have beautifully imitated him. So we have a great number of other examples of how to love, like St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Martin de Porres. Uh, he's great. And uh, Mother Teresa, of course, is amazing. And, and countless others, even today, who, who put the needs and betterment of others before themselves exist too. So there's plenty of beautiful examples for us to follow. On top of that, We must, to a greater degree, love God, and this, in turn, will shine through us onto our neighbors. We love God through worship, communication, and putting His will over our own. There is no better use of one's free will. There is no better life than one filled with LOL. Ask anyone who has followed this rule of life for more than a week, and they will share with you how fulfilling a life focused on others can be. And so the purpose of life, then, is that we must love. This means that we must put God and others before ourselves, even if it makes us uncomfortable. So the purpose of life is to love in this manner, and the secret to doing this is to maintain a spirit of detachment. If we are to love God and others more than ourselves, we must be detached from ourselves and things, which can really get in the way of loving God and people. Now, this doesn't mean that we can't love ourselves and even necessarily love the things of life. We just need to be detached, disinterested. We need to make sure that we do not care too much about that stuff. Detachment is the key to authentic love. And I think one of the best stories that illustrate this is a Christmas carol. Uh, A few years ago, I attended a live performance of the Dickens classic. Uh, The cast did an excellent job portraying the well-known tale in a new and creative way while remaining diligently faithful to the book. This fidelity to the authentic work allowed for the original themes, the ones that Dickens intended to highlight to shine through to the audience. Dickens wrote the original story in his early 30s when he was beginning to fade from the limelight. So he was kind of losing popularity or just not as well known anymore. So uh, he wanted to regain that. And besides wanting to be popular again, he sought to highlight the utilitarianism and injustice involved in the mistreatment of workers and their families that occurred during the Industrial Revolution in London. 
Uh, this included the horrors of child labor, uh, the innocent victims of which Dickens desired to catechize through his engaging story. So he was hoping to teach them the faith and teach them how to, to love and, and to, to treat others through his Christmas story. And so this rich narrative of A Christmas Carol is multifaceted, right, with many themes for one to touch on as a starting point for great philosophical and theological discussions. The one I found like most deep and profound and edifying is the theme of Scrooge's transformation from a money-grubbing crank to a generous and spiritual philanthropist. And a quick note, I just read this randomly, actually, uh, that in A Muppet's Christmas Carol, one of, one of the classic telling of this story, uh, Michael Caine plays Scrooge, and he refused to take the part unless he could treat the Muppets like they were real-life people or real-life actors. So he, he got out there and acted as if he were in like one of the royal Shakespearean plays and really gave it his all. And that, honestly, you can tell, that really shines through that, that telling of the story. That movie is so good. And he did an awesome job, and I really appreciate it more now, knowing that. And so going back to uh, his transformation, the one that Michael Caine portrayed, uh, we see at the beginning of the story of A Christmas Story, Scrooge was beyond tolerable with his stingy intentions of saving uh, as best he could down to the last penny, even at the expense and health of his workers. This misdirection and disorder of his affections affected his understanding of the world around him. It got in the way of his relationships with others, and of course, it destroyed a rational perception of the goodness and beauty of Christmas, which is why he would always say, bah humbug, because he didn't view Christmas correctly. After a miraculous experience which allows him to explore his past, present, and future, enabling him to see where he came from, who he had become, and where his decisions were taking him, Scrooge had a profound conversion. The scales fell from his eyes, and he was able to see the errors of his miserly ways. He had a newfound understanding of reality and was able to detach himself from the vices that enabled his mistreatment of others and in turn brought about his crotchety behavior, a behavior one can assume to be a symptom of inward anguish. It is important to highlight that the change in Scrooge, catalyzed by the visits from the Christmas spirits, emphasizes the difference between a person who is attached to his or herself and possessions and a person who is detached from these things. When Scrooge fell under the former category, where he was attached to everything, he was a miserable crank, enslaved to the need to cut costs even at the cost of others. But at the moment he joins the latter category, once he becomes detached, he is happy and free to love and be loved by others, right? Which is the purpose of life, right? We can see that this, this freedom to love and be happy came about from his detachment from the world and the foggy outlook on life that occurs in one who focuses too much on the material aspect of reality. Detaching himself from love of his fortune, he began seeking out those to bless with his charity, giving gifts and raising the salary of his clerk, Bob Cratchit. Additionally, he detaches himself from his pride to attend the Christmas festivities of his nephew and enjoys the company of all those in attendance. Furthermore, with his time and treasure, Scrooge actually becomes a witness to others of how a good Christian should live, especially during Christmas time. In our own lives, we might not be as bad as Scrooge was, 
but we can still learn from his transformation. We can easily uh, comprehend the truth that living for ourselves at the detriment of others will leave us unfulfilled and empty. We can recognize that even at a lesser degree than Scrooge, an overemphasis on material things can leave us craving more from life and subsequently unsatisfied. As humans, we are made for more than simply what comes to us through our senses. Christians recognize the true nature of the human person as a body and a soul. At our essence, we are more than a body. We are also spirit. And therefore, we belong to the spiritual realm just as much as we do the physical. Due to this aspect of our existence, we need to remember that to be human is to be both of body and of soul because forgetting or ignoring that we are more than material bodies reduces the human person to less than human. It dehumanizes them. Moreover, we dehumanize ourselves when we forget this, especially if we treat ourselves as beings only in need of material things or beings that can only be happy with material things. When we view ourselves in this light, treating ourselves as less than human, we restrict ourselves from the things that only humans can enjoy, such as joy, peace, and freedom. It is therefore essential that we remember our humanity and also focus on the spiritual aspect of reality within ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Doing this will allow us to change for the better just like Scrooge did. By letting go of the world, we will be able to soar to grand new heights. I would like to think that if someone was given only the the two different Scrooges portrayed in A Christmas Carol without the rest of the story and granted the choice of which Scrooge he or she would prefer to be like, most people would choose the happy, generous, and free Scrooge. When shown the rest of the story, we see two supporting characters that help to identify the direction of each path the two Scrooges are going down. The first is the opening image of Jacob Marley, Scrooge's former partner who is dead and a ghost uh, appearing to Scrooge to let him know of where his own miserly choices took him. He's lonely, wailing, and in chains. The second is Tiny Tim, who even through discomfort and inconvenience, is happy, grateful, and loved by all. Scrooge is able to escape the slavish fate of Marley and embrace the freedom of Tiny Tim by way of detachment. We can assume that the further Scrooge continues down this path, the better his life will become. Moreover, we can assume that we too can escape the miserable chains of Marley and embrace the true love and unaffected joy of Tiny Tim if we too detach ourselves from the world. Through our detachment, we set ourselves up to love God and others better. This allows us to live out the purpose of life to love. Detachment helps us love authentically, and if we love authentically, nothing will keep us from climbing to the heights of humanity. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you were able to hear this. This podcast is part of Zenith Ministries' mission to help others live the abundant life Jesus promises us in John 10.10. Another part of our mission is that we have a 12-week one-on-one mentorship program for those who would like more assistance in living this life of joy and peace. If this is you or someone you know, check out our website uh, to discover more and contact us. It's all there at zenithministries.com. We look forward to partnering with you in this mission.